The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time. For us. It's the biggest, baddest podcast in all the world. Isn't that the beginning of a song? What? It's time for us or some shit. I don't know, bro. Oh, I don't know. So, um, low fact podcast, us. Drinking mead. Drinking mead. I don't, I don't know. I mean... I, I really liked it the very first time I had some. Right. And now it's just like quickly going downhill. I wonder why. So do you, do you like it chilled or not chilled? Not chilled is better, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I just not, I'm not really into drinking. I think it's too sweet for you. I don't know. I eat the hell out of ice cream. <sighs> yeah, but I can, see, I can see this growing on me. He says as he drinks out of his Lord of the Rings... Party glass. So, we've been absent a bit. And also, our editor has been very, very remiss. But that's okay, because we're back. We're bad. I almost started off with the uh, a line from Lethal Weapon 2. Or one of the Lethal Weapons. What is it? You know, we're back, we're bad. And then, uh, I think that Joe Pesci says that or something. And then... Um, uh, Mel Gibson says something like, he's black, I'm mad. <laughs> I think that's... It's got to be three. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember if Pishy was in two or three. He was in three. And four. Okay. Well, Matt, it might even be four then. Those are fucking great movies. They're, they're pretty fun. They stand up to... I still like watching those movies. I like the first one, the second one. When Mel Gibson's all being all badass. Not even about Mel Gibson, I just like the first two. Blinking as he's firing his guns. Pistols? Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man, didn't you ever see Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. This is my rifle, this is my gun. What's the rest of it? This one's for fighting, this one's for fun. Are you attempting to... No, I just remember, I was just thinking about all the... uh... I was just thinking about guns and gun deaths. Just how it's funny that, like, in the places where the more uh, the more gun control they have, the higher the fucking incidence of murders and shit. Yeah, because they use other stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Well, there's more illegal guns. Well, wouldn't they all be illegal? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about countries. Yeah. No. You're talking about. I'm talking about states in America. I'm talking about cities like Chicago. Oh, Chicago. New York. Yeah, well. I know you don't really talk about the guns thing. Well, I've been trying to stay away from politics and trying to ignore the news. You know, with varying degrees of success. I mean, you can't really ignore the news, considering I turn on NPR to fall asleep. Right. Well, the news is everywhere, too. 
but I've I've decided that it's for my own for my own sanity. I don't know about anybody else's. I'm just not going to pay attention. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play. And part of that is really embedded in a, embedded in a personal philosophy of mine. As 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 everyone knows, you know, I I harp on about how unsuccessful I am and do da do da do da. And so, you know, uh, not too long ago, I was thinking about it, and I was like, look, I've, I've spent the better part of three, maybe four decades trying to be included. Included. Yeah. Part of the system, what have you, society, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, because I, 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 I think, still do think, thought back then that I would be a great asset. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, it seems that I am the only one that thinks that. <clears throat> Considering my track record, and you know, I kind of, I've kind of, just, you know, just came up to, came up, came to the conclusion that uh, that amount of time of trying is long enough. You know, I ain't got, I ain't got what you're supposed to get. Screw it, I'm not going to try to get it anymore, any of it. So what happens now? Probably not much different. I don't see how anything is different. The only thing, the only thing different is I'm not, I'm not spending loads of time thinking about what I can do to be more professionally successful, right? Uh, socially successful, whatever you know, whatever that's supposed to look like, or what have you. I'm, I'm just, I'm just of the opinion, you know what? Screw it. So, do you think that when people are uber successful, that they're spending a whole lot of time thinking about all that shit? I think. What do you think? Some people are just kind of like born into it in the sense that they have their, you know, they have their connections, they have their like social standing, you know, it's all just kind of. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody works hard at it. You know, I don't, I don't mean to sit there and say, oh, you know, you just got hit by this lucky stick. So now you got your wife, your kids, your good job or your, your, your boatloads of cash or whatever. Yeah. And. To be quite honest, I'm pretty sure if I were in a position that most people would think that I should be in, or uh-huh. would be in, I would be sitting there in the times when I thought about it, would just be patting myself on the back about how hard I worked to get what I got. Yeah. But being on the flip side of that, trying very hard and, you know, not having any, not having many things fall into place I'm I'm not going to say well I should have just tried harder and that's 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 like the whole that's that's the whole uh, that's the whole zealots philosophy and when I say zealots philosophy I, I think about the people that sit there and say well, well you know with the argument about communism or whatever right mm-hmm. somebody's like well it didn't work and then the answer is always and I, when I was in college, I used to, I, I said I, I I said the same thing, because I was um, when I was in college, um, I I did think that socialism or communism might be a, a a good thing. I mean, if you read it and say and it, it says like you know people will be much happier, there will be lots of cooperation, all that. That's, that sounds freaking great. Yeah, and then. The, the counter arguments were always like, oh, well, it takes away people's incentives. Oh, it's never worked before. 
then the answer of the zealot is, well, maybe it hasn't been tried as completely as it should have. And, you know, to, to take that analogy into my life, I'm like, I don't think I could try any more completely than I've been trying since, you know, my late teens. Yeah, but there's some things that, like, there's some things you're willing to, you're not willing to do, though. Right? Like, 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 you could, you could take advantage of people, like, like the best of them. Like, if you really wanted to. Well, it's not even if I, like, like, you could, yes, you I could have, make that choice and yes, say, you know what, I'm going to fuck over a whole lot of people to get ahead. Yes, you I could do it. I have the skill set to be an incredibly great sociopath. Right. But you choose not to do that. Yeah, but when you when you say yeah, but you're not you, you, there are things that you choose not to do. You make it sound like there are palatable or rational or reasonable choices. What? No, I'm not saying that they're. I'm not saying that they're palatable or reasonable. I'm just saying you've chosen not to not to do that to get ahead. Uh, right. I, I, well, yeah. Well, thinking about it, I don't know if it's necessarily a choice, right? I mean, well, it is a choice. That's the isn't that the whole thing? Is that we have free choice? We have freedom of choice. <clears throat> it's a choice in that, yeah, it's a choice. But it's it's one of those. It's a fake choice. You know, everything that I am that makes me me. Would I go against all that? To, you know, for example, if the choice were to sleep around and lie, which I'm not saying that that's what people have to do. Right. But. Well, I don't know, man. What? Well, sometimes I feel like the people that are getting ahead, I feel like they might, that might be what's going on. Could be, but we but don't. We will never know. We don't know the whole story, so I'm not going to sit there and say, "Oh, so and so got where he got." He must have. Right. right. I'm not. I'm not going to play that game. Well, yeah, you don't know exactly, but you can speculate. I said, okay, fine. Everyone can. Yeah. But that type of speculation doesn't do me any good in my, excuse me, in my personal situation. Yeah. So, I don't know what more I could have done mm-hmm. but there are things about me that that don't lend themselves to that I think I I personally think that I can kiss ass and be as big of a sycophant as, as anybody else <laughs> oddly enough I also I it, it, it seems that I'm the only person that thinks that <laughs> but you know I'm not going to be bullied and I'm not going to bully yeah so maybe maybe that has something to do with it. But again, I, I I don't really care about any of the particular reasons. Yeah, you know, it's been too long. If I was at this point, maybe twenty or thirty years ago, yeah, thirty years ago is too long. If I were at this point, like maybe twenty twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. then no, because I even even then I had I had those choices. Now, if you if you had the ability, if you had the, the benefit of hindsight and you knew that like you would have to, that there was to, you know, to put your, to use your expression, if you, like if, if you could go back in time, if you knew that you would be here and you could go back in time 20 years and be like, well, in order to get ahead, I got to do some of this other stuff. You're not going to do that. 
if it was guaranteed yeah i'd have i'd have but then then it's like the whole it's like making the it's the making the deal with satan thing well not even that if it was guaranteed yeah i'd have to think about that even more seriously than i than i would right like if you if you if you're like well at this point in time we're going to go back in 20 years and and at this point in time if you fuck these people over if you do this if you do that or you know if you do whatever yeah then you're gonna have like and and these are these are personally odious choices right again if it was guaranteed and i know what i know now Mm mm-hmm I still probably, wouldn't do it. I probably still wouldn't do it because it, knowing what I know now, as a middle-aged person, yeah, even for those, even for the guarantee of worldly riches or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I know that there's a high psychological cost to that. Yeah, because I've met people. Well, we were just we were just watching the thing on. Uh, it, it's all fleeting too. That stuff. You know, fame, more success, fleeting, more fleeting than you would ever could ever imagine. And then, and then you look at somebody where you you look at a person. And I'm not going to talk about anybody, but then then you look at a person. You look at a documentary about some person that's like super super successful, right? That was that did everything, and everybody like points to them as the epitome of like this is the guy or the gal that that did everything, right? And then you look at the you look at them in some documentary and you're just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. their life is not they seem like a really lonely person and right it seems like like yeah and you're just looking at it going good lord well also and the only thing that keeps them going seems to be their low level of emotional intelligence their low level of of actual intelligence and their shallowness and even then you can tell that their soul is pretty tainted yeah so then and then so that begs the question of does it beg the question it raises the question it raises the question of like why are we you know like why are these things put up on a pedestal right like like why why are these people used as the example of the epitome of success i personally think it's to keep the system going that's the we're we're all we're all very important treasures on an individual level to a very small number of other individuals your parents <laughs> your siblings your small extended family and very close friends you are a treasure right i'm talking about you in particular as well as any other individual yeah. you are a treasure I suppose. Oh, come on. Don't you think that if something were to happen to you, it would not devastate those people that are very close to you? Yeah. Think about, think about, think about a soldier who, who dies in combat. And I'm thinking about this because I remember when I was in high school, uh, I knew a woman who was well? An old, she was an old lady by then, but her one of her brothers was killed on D in, on on D Day. Yeah, and this woman, who you know who this happened to, her brother died when this woman was probably ten. Yeah, 
Devastating. And and she was in her 70s? Talking about it. Like, that pain was fresh. Yeah. Me as some high school student, college student, history student, reading about the, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of people that died on D-Day, I'm like, okay. Right. You're like, you don't have any... So, and that's that's the, I don't know if conundrum's the right, right word, white word, the right word. But yeah, on an individual basis, we are all irreplaceable treasures. That's the crux of it. Thank you. But as a whole, right, the U.S. Army needed that guy to go. Right. And all those other tens of thousands, well, I guess, what, World War II, how many How many people? Was it like a million? Uh, a million US, troops? U.S., US, I think World War II was something like 400,000. 400,000 troops? Yeah. What, died or were serving? Died. Wow. I think I think total number of, of people uh, mobilized in the armed forces for World War II was lost probably, than most, was it the Russians? Russians lost lost an awful lot. Yeah. Millions, right? Yeah, but you know that was that wasn't just fighting Germans. It was also Stalin kind of oh, killing yeah, off his own people. Yeah, yeah. What a psycho! Um, but you know he wanted to punish. I think he had a. I think he had an axe to grind, and boy did he grind it. Yep. So that that's the thing as a as a group. Right, so so when you when it, when you hear like the old Indian or Aboriginal wisdom, I remember hearing like, "Oh yeah, the wolf keeps the herd strong." The herd being, yeah, being like the herd of caribou. And that's all very well if you're not somebody in the herd that gets picked off. Yeah, that's that's my point. You know, so in order in order for the herd to be strong, in order for society to keep going and benefit way more other people, there's going to be people that fall out the. You get crushed. What if you don't want to be? What if you're not part of the hood, though? Well, that 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 was was my conundrum, right? Right. I'm not part of the herd, as much as I tried to be. I'm, I I probably am. I'm like a an outlier or whatever, right? Yeah, you're probably like more part of the hood than you think you are. Well, no, I'm more part of the herd than I would like to admit. Well, no, I'm I'm more part of the herd than I'm aware of. Mm. But you know, I'm supposed to be. In the beehive, I'm supposed to be like, you know, pretty high up. Man, I'm so drunk. Or higher up. <laughs> it's not going to work on me. You're not cute enough. <laughs> Man, that meat is like, whoa. So that that's the thing. So when you say you see all that, it's like, well, yeah, the system wants to churn people out. It's like the, uh, to use another. But to what's the, fo- like what? Sorry. No, go ahead. No. Finish what you're going to say. You're going to use an analogy or something? It's a dumb analogy, and it's it's really unnecessary. So were you about to say what's no, the No, I was just or? to say, like, where does it fucking get you being part, of the, being part of the hood, though? Because ultimately, you're going to get fucked, right? Like, like, as soon as things get hard, it's not like the system's going to sit. It's not like the system's your parents, right? It's not like it's going to look after you, right? Like, like now is the perfect example, right? Like, there was a whole lot of decisions made. There was a whole lot of hiring done. There was a whole lot of invest- investing made. Just massive, like, things just, you know, just some things done economically that were crazy. And now there's, like, a whole lot of people 
paying the price, right? Employees, I mean, mm-hmm. getting laid off, right? And so it's going to be pretty hard for a while. And I'm pretty sure like a lot of those people never thought it would happen to them. Well, nobody they were probably like, well, I did everything I, I need to do. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a good person. I'm a good citizen. I pay my taxes. I got my wife. I got my two and a half children. I got my dog. I pay my mortgage. And now I don't have a job. I think that's a little bit different, though. It's different? Well, in your, in your scenario, it's about people who are pretty close to the top playing with the levers of power, mm-hmm. doing whatever they can to keep playing with the levers of power. Right. So maybe that's maybe that's the rub, right? There's going to be a few, a very few number and percentage of people who get to play. Yeah. And in order for them to play, everybody else has to play. But you have like and 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 there's a benefit to a lot of those people. Everybody playing. Okay. So, so like if you look at the, if you look at dictatorial or authoritarian regimes like North Korea. Yeah. Seems like most of those people are just F U C T fucked. Oh yeah, unless you're part of the what is it, one percent? Not even that, is? unless you're unless you're in that family. Is it and less even, than one percent? And even those people even those people are 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 living pretty tough. But, yeah. Oh, you mean the, not the people who are... The ruling class aren't living tough. I think even in the ruling class... Okay, I, I guess we have to define ruling class. That's the thing. Because a lot of the time... A lot of the time, we you know we talk about stuff. And I'm talking about we in general, not just you and me. Yeah. We talk about stuff thinking we're speaking the same language or have the same definitions for the same words... I say ruling class is uh, whoever's like making the decisions. So like the top like fifty. So if people. it's in North Korea, it's like, it's what's his name? Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un, and then it's like his sister. Just his sister, and then I guess all the the military folks. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's his family. Right. So the Kim family that are in the positions, and even with that within that family, they're not all up there. Right, right? Uh, I think it's but, it's. but there's also the military too, right? Well, even, well, they're the hangers-on. Yeah, who are getting, who are close to the who are close to the power. Right, but then they have their own little power. Well, that's not many people. At the very tippy top, no. How many people live in North Korea? Well, nobody knows. I, I have no idea. I want to mm-hmm. say it's something like tens of millions. Right. Well, that's a very, very, very small percentage. Then it's not one percent. Yeah, but but. Even to even to get enough to eat, which you probably won't get, but even to get something to eat that's edible, you have to you have to be part of the, part of that right that infrastructure. <laughs> like like to live to live in the city, the capital city of Pyongyang. Yeah, you have to be well within the party elite. So nobody else lives in Pyongyang, but no. the. Everyone else is just servants and vassals, and even them. Well, the servants and vassals are probably they're probably maybe getting the hand down, hand me down stuff. Yeah, but even then, to be a servant or vassal, you have to be politically cleared, right? And everybody else is fucking starving, eating grass. I don't know. That's why. That's why. Like in the in the Eastern communist countries, like when 
when, when, when at the end of the Vietnam War, when the communists took over, they were they were killing off people that did did like laundry for GIs. That's messed up. Because because they're 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 thinking the thing right. In order to in order to to be, in order to even get to get like a donut, you know the the figurative equivalent of a donut. You have to, um, toe the line, the party line. So, they're thinking, well, that's the way it goes in that structure too. So, if you did dishes, if you worked as a maid, for some American officer, or worked in the consulate, or whatever, you must be anti us. So we need to get rid of you. And that's that's like that's like hyper, hyper society. I, it's not the correct term, but. It's like a hyper. It's a it's a it's a hyper version of what I'm talking about. Right. You know, if you want to be in society, you got to do all these things, and the the dirty little secret is that you can do all those things, and it's and it still might not happen. The hope is that it doesn't happen for a very small number of people, a very small percentage, so it's not noticeable. So you have a, like a large group that's just what getting by. I think ideally, yeah. If the the if 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 I was at the top playing with the levers of power, I would want ninety nine percent of the people to be just get to be just getting enough food and shelter not to be homeless and starving. Which is kind of what's going on here at the Although, lower at the lower echelons right i mean it's it's getting to it's getting to the point where there's there's like two two kinds of people the people at the very tippy top and everybody else and that if you if you're one of the tippy top that's kind of what you want so do you think that like companies like large large companies they they only care about it's just about profits, right? For those guys, if you're going the sh- if, your shareholders, and- if you're if you're going off the model that that people learn in college about business, yeah, and the corporation, then yes, it has to it has to be the only purpose of a corporation is to maximize profit. So those guys are probably quite happy about millions and millions of people coming across the border, if it maximizes profit. Yeah, because it means like cheap labor. Again, it, whatever it means, we can't. There's there's too many things that it means. Yeah. So if it maximizes profit, and they're rational folks who bought into the idea of a corporate structure, then yes. Right. The reason why I dislike the corporate structure is because, or large organizations, is because it forces number one, it, it grants too much way too much power to a very small number of people at the very tippy top who are no smarter than I am loads of goodies you know on top of being no smarter than I am they are way more shallow because because of the situation they're in right I, I think that I think I think the only difference between me and aesthetic and you know the uh, the, the Playboy Prince, is situation and a lot of people don't want to admit that right the only difference between a to to a god-fearing religious person and a hedonistic ne'er-do-well is the hedonistic neuro has access is is situation is is your is your yeah your location in your geographic location in the society 
or your figurative location. But yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. And possibly age. I mean, you couldn't, you know, 18 year old me as opposed to me now, you know, me now cannot be tempted like 18 year old me could have. Yeah. Right. You give me now $10 billion. I think I'd do way more good with it. Way less hedonistic drugs with it or whatever. Right. Than 18 year old me. 18 year old me, you give $10 billion. I would have exploded in a fury of sexual perversion. It, might, it, might, it could have been so bad they might have named a sexually transmitted disease after 18 year old me <laughs> what that's just a funny thought but that's that's the way it is I don't know what point we're trying to make I don't know I just think things are uh, it's just not good well I, I don't think things are any worse well no no let me take that back. The only reason why I think things have a potential to be much worse now than ever before is because I think there are very strict uh, natural limits to stuff in order for an organism to keep on going. So, like, take, take a society. You can only have a small number and small percentage of ne'er-do-wells. You know, people not doing. Right. For the whole to go. Once you once you cross that point, then it's going to break down. And I personally feel that maybe that point is starting to get closer and closer to the point of it breaking down. So, like, if, if like, if like 80% of the people have to do a certain thing, buy in and do a certain thing, and 20% of those people do most of the work, it's not enough that you got 20% of those people doing most of the work. That whole 80 has to kind of like, you know, plod. Mm-hmm. But let's say that, you know, 20, 20% of people are still working their asses off, or as, or as one person we met years ago used to say, working their tits off, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was the funniest statement. And it was even funnier because a woman said it. So I was like, what? And it was all, it was, it was this prim and proper, like, you know, Chanel handbag carrying type of chick too. Working her tits off. And it was like, oh, you know, so-and-so is working his tits off. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, those 20% can still be working their tits off if the other 60 aren't kind of towing. I think it might not work. And it's looking, it's looking like, because more and more there are people doing things that aren't helpful. For everybody. Right. And, you know, this is being said by someone who, you know, don't even, the whole don't even want his help. So, you know, I'm like, y'all can all go to hell anyway. But, you know, when, when, when there's a, when there's a, uh, a greater than average cohort in number of folks sitting there going, well, you know, I can just sit around or I want to be, be social media famous or whatever it is that everyone's like picking at. Right. You know, I just, I don't, I, I just want to get mine. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea maybe that, yeah, if you just, if you're the one working hard to get yours, then things will all kind of work out. That's, that's, that's the whole philosophy of, 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 of our system of law, the adversarial system, right? When, when two opposing sides go at it vigorously trying to point out their, their side, then the truth will come out 
because everyone's like digging and clawing to do things. But you and I, as students of the law, both know that's not the case. The truth doesn't. Yeah, no, it's whoever's got the most resources. Well, here it is, and well, and and even more so in the Commonwealth countries where loser pays. Yeah. So you know, in a situation where winner pays, you can you can still you still have to have like, and even then, there are people that don't try. Because because loser might, winner might 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 get everything. So. But so if you're one of the people who's at the top mm-hmm. and you're sitting there like giving a giving handouts to everybody, mm-hmm. right? Like 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 the COVID thing, you know, or like whatever. printing of money, whatever. And they're just sending checks to people, right? That's kind of what you you're kind of bringing that about. You're 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 maximizing the number of needle wells, right? The people the, the people that are gonna sit there and say, Well, I, I don't wanna why do I what do I wanna go and like bust my ass? For 40 or 50 hours a week right and some blue collar job to get a paycheck when you know when the government can just send me a check right like you you're kind of you're, you're kind of bringing that about uh aren't you well I, I think I think first you have to we have to operate on the on the same premises right or same premise so even if you are bringing that about as someone who's playing with the levers mm-hmm do the people are the people playing with the levers want things to be what do they want? Well, they just want to keep keep their power. They just want to keep playing with the levers, right? Okay, so then they don't they don't give a fuck about society either. Yeah, but like, but going back to your example of like where you have like a smaller and smaller percentage that's actually working, and a larger and larger percentage of near do wells, then at some point, that's bad. For the people who are pulling the levers, because yeah, but but as because the people no, who are working, no, are gonna sit there and say, "Well, I've had enough." Right, but as a person playing with the levers, yeah, is that point going to happen before I die? I don't know. Well, the answer is probably not. Well, you hope it's not. Okay, so you hope it's not. So if yeah. I'm like if I'm like 60, 70 years old playing with the levers, yeah, and I want to keep playing with the levers, if you're Warren Buffett. Or whoever, right? I want to keep playing with the levers. Statistically, if I'm 70, statistically, I've only got, I've got maybe a decade. <laughs> right? So you're probably not that worried. It, well, if, if if my, to, to use the actor's phrase, like, what's my motivation? If my motivation is to keep playing with those levers. Yeah. And statistically, I've only got 10 more years. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Funnily enough. But you don't know. So, okay, I don't. I mean, you're, you're, that, that's you're a sh- given. That's a given. Yeah. So I don't know. But you know, eighteen-year-old me didn't know this was going to happen this way. So should have eighteen-year-old me been like, you know what, screw it, I, I can quit now and just kind of be. Eighteen-year-old mm-hmm. st- me still spent thirty-plus years digging and clawing. Yeah. Going to college, going to grad school, toughing it out in a in a soul-sucking profession putting in more hours than like you know medical residents yeah sure aren't really painting a very very uh, chipper picture of uh, being an attorney it's still a better it's still better than be a, being a coal miner or a miner in Indonesia they gotta do that shit by hand 16 hours a day yeah 
digging shit with my hands. Yeah. For what? Just to get enough money so that I can like go to sleep without being starving. Yeah, if that person was listening, they'd be like, "Oh, poor." Yeah, cry me a river. Poor, poor, like wealthy American. Yeah. <laughs> that's poor, poor that, well-fed, wealthy, homeowning American. That's why you are weak. <laughs> but so yeah, I mean, look, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to 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 seem like I'm disparaging or like demeaning your comment of you don't know. Because, yes, that is a given. You're right. I don't know. But I'm, I've got enough intellect and foresight to, be, to play the odds. And if I, were, if I were playing with the levers of power right yeah. now, even at the age I am now, yeah. number one, I wouldn't have the thoughts that I have. Yeah, you certainly wouldn't give a shit. You would not give a shit about the... The sheep and goats, as you like to put it. I just want to make sure those sheep and goats do what I say. So if I were playing with the levers of power as like, you know, a middle-aged person, not someone in their 70s, you know, someone with, with potentially 30 to 40 more years yeah, to pal around on the planet, I think I would be hard-pressed to be like, we need to stop because you can't stop. You can't stop a train, let alone a country, on a dime. Yeah. Because even with my levers, I've got I've got I've got people yapping and nipping at my heels underneath, and I gotta I gotta dole out my money and my whatever to 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 underlings, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. They're they're all playing with their levers too. They might not want to get any higher or lower, but they they're they're playing with their levers. So you know what what all, what everybody in the system is trying to do is ensure. The continuation of the system, you know, and they're forgetting that every every freaking individual on earth, from the lowliest drug crazed crack whore <laughs> to like you know the grand poobah, is is an irreplaceable treasure to somebody. Your point being what? My point being that if I you know, that's the thing that most of us always forget. Is that, oh yeah, no matter how much we sit there and point the finger at somebody and say, that's a despicable person. That person was, and maybe still is, an irreplaceable treasure to somebody. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were, we were joking around with some of your, some of your buddies from your previous work work spot, talking about, you know, oh, this dumbass person did this, did that, blah, blah, they're so stupid, and you know, I was all ready to, push them down the stairs or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, they're funny. It's funny talk. But that that person that we're talking about is an irreplaceable treasure to somebody. <laughs> I have a hard time with that because I, I think I'm, I'm, I have a, I don't know whether I like to look down on people, but it's, it's easy to do. I'm, it's I, easy to look down on somebody. I'm not even saying that you shouldn't. Because each one of those irreplaceable treasures probably made some decisions that helped them along to being where they are. Yeah. They might not, you know, they might not have been good ones. They might not have even been conscious. They might have, they might have just been victims of circumstance, which, you know. So you're not judging those people. No, because we all love to sit there and talk about victims of circumstance and hold up something when. You know, like like uh, when farm when farm aid needs to come out, it's not the actual 
farming companies, which are these gigantic agribusinesses. Mm-hmm. It's that person who who's barely getting by talking about how they've, they've been on their family farm for six generations. And farming, I'll tell you, is a hard freaking life. Yeah. You work like crazy and you barely make enough money Yeah, to get by. A lot of those people have farm and work on the job. Hell, if you listen to Loretta, Loretta Lynn's song, right? The coal miner's daughter. Her daddy farmed and then at night he, he, was, he was like a coal miner. Oh, he did both. Yeah, just to put enough, enough oh, on the I table. Oh, I thought he was just a coal miner. No. Shit. That's that's tough living, and that's why that's why I dislike these giant organizations that that try to keep you away from doing anything. When I say doing anything, I don't like the fact that 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 that, that there are entities that try to only make you an employee. Right. As oh, if, you can't do anything else. Right. As if that's that's going to like save you, which it's not. It's not going to save you. That's the thing. I I like it better if there are people out working for themselves, like, you know, having their own small businesses and doing this and that. I don't like Amazon. I don't like Walmart. Never did. Yeah. Do I shop there? Well, where else am I going to get the stuff? I don't know how to make laundry soap. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you know what? I, I I will say here with 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 great conviction. If I knew how and could, I would make my own freaking detergent. You would, and my own toilet paper. I would raise all my food. <laughs> I'm trying not to go off into some weird southern black voice, but you know I would do everything that I would I would do all that. Yeah. Now a person 200 years ago couldn't do that. Do you think some some person who who like the closest I've ever been to farming and ranching was when I was growing up in high school? There was a ranch right next door to my to my subdivision. But that's why that's and like I, I we're kind of out of time and maybe we can talk about this on another podcast. But we should um, just this the whole idea of this like like this anti farming movement. You know, where 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 a lot of the greenies are like, oh, we you know we need to change the way farming's done we need to do this we need to do that and I'm like how are you going to eat oh they're going to eat just fine well what are they going to eat if no, there's no, no, no farming no they're going to eat just fine they want the other 80% of us to be to be like you know well, no but they're not necessarily going to eat just fine because if there's no farming well they think they're going to eat just fine if there's no farming then there's there's nothing coming on it there's you know and there's no if there's no farming or or if or if you say oh we need to do away with fossil fuels if there's no fossil fuels there's no fucking trucks and supply chain, in other words you go to you, you know you you go to the fucking supermarket in your city and there's there's not gonna be there's not gonna be any food. Well, you're thinking about the eighty percent of us that they're thinking about. Well, if we stop all this, there might be enough food for ten percent of us. And since I'm in the one percent, there's enough for me and all my minions. What makes that person think that they're going to be part of that 1% or 10%? Galactic stupidity. <laughs> and past history. Well, right. things are going great for me now. Why should it change? It makes no sense. And it never, I don't think it was ever supposed to. But I see these kids saying shit like that and I'm like, you're a fucking dumbass. Well. What are you going to eat? At some point, I would like to be the observer eating my apple going, well, now you're starving, motherfucker. What do you want? <laughs> they want your apple. Too bad. You, you know, you wanted this thing. <sighs> did they, 
the whole the whole point do they really want it though i mean that's that's the funny thing is it's like you say that you know like like i always complain about the situation here in santa monica uh-huh. you know rampant homelessness uh-huh. drug use uh-huh. crime uh-huh. businesses leaving uh-huh. like santa monica is a shit show uh-huh. right and you're like well that's what they wanted like like they being what the the like i'm like do they really want that well, you say that's what they wanted because I'm going from a standpoint of logic. They are not. They're like, no, I did not want this. But the actions that you that you that you take pretty much lead to this road. Right. When I say that's what you wanted, you that's really what they wanted. It. That's not really what they wanted. That's not what they literally wanted. But okay. also, I believe, and this is me with magical thinking. Maybe those are also the types of people where their bacon's been saved. There are people, we all know them, hell, some of us are them, <laughs> that, that just magoo their, la- their way through life. Great, great gig if you can get it. Magoo. Dude, I know, I know, and this is an empirical study. I always study. think of Homer Simpson when you say magoo. Same deal. I think, I think a, a, good, a good chunk, probably over half of us are like that. Pretty much whatever we want, whenever we wanted it. In spite of our stupidity, we got it. And 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 stupid, not not just stupidity, but stupid actions. It just kind of happens. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and say, well, you know, I'm this guy that worked fucking hard for my for my, you know, two bushels of wheat or anything. That is extraordinary hubris, though, when you think about it. What? The fact that if you're a person that just kind of got everything that you always needed when you wanted it and then or when you needed it even when you needed it and then just sit there and say well I I'm the master of my own destiny that is a I think pretty close to 100% of us though then then human beings are stupid get no argument from me there so thank you very much for hanging out with us as long as you've hung out. <laughs> Please like, subscribe, and do all the things that the that the other commercial podcast places say that you should do to ensure great success. <sighs> we don't, don't do any of that stuff. Don't know what that means, but we're gonna find out. I don't really. Well, okay, you're gonna find out. But, yeah. But you know, I'm I'm really happy that people are kind of listening and uh, racking up our views. Which you know, thanks to you guys, uh, that's really the only reason why. I keep we keep doing this. Yeah. And you know, let us let us be like Presty the Crown. Give us a chance to sell out. And uh now I'm gonna go sober up and we're gonna go barbecue. Yay!